she had a good time. She good. was able to fellowship with a good a friend of hers going through some uh, tough challenges, which is uh, the loss of someone you love. You know, is that why she went to California? Yeah, it was her close friend, and she lost her husband, I believe. And you know, there was a memorial that was going to happen, and I guess you know, not to go into too much detail about it, but. She was not, they were, I don't know if they were officially married or what, but she kind of got ostracized by the church, the family and shared friends. And they're just like, well, he's gone now, so we don't care about you. I don't know. That's not what they said, but just a tough thing, you know, a tough thing. And my aunt was able to be there for her, um, to fellowship with her. You know, she's been trying to, she's been doing like Bible studies with her and stuff from home um and then her time out there she's like I, we really need to do this every week call each other and, and fellowship so yeah you know, it was a beautiful thing and you know i rely on my aunt a lot you know to help uh me with uh, teaching my son's school stuff you know because mm-hmm. i'm you know contrary to popular belief i'm not the best teacher in the world when it comes to academics mm-hmm. and the English language, so I can't read. But hmm. um, no, I can. But. Did you? How'd your how'd your appointment go? Which one? For your hair transplant. I didn't get a hair transplant. Apparently, see how shiny my forehead is. I, that's why I thought you were. Take going. your hat off. Let's yeah, compare my shininess. Head's shiny too. Ooh, I think, dude. I think I'd win. I don't have any hair on top of my head, so oh. I'm pretty sure I win. Wait, doesn't that mean I win because I still have some hair? No, when it comes to shininess, it's the whole top of my head. Yours yeah, is just right. them widow peaks. Those are the headsets, not not a bald spot on the back of my head, I promise. Right, what are you going to do when it is gone? Um, I feel like I'll have the ability to make the decision to just <laughs> go bald. I mean, okay, I'm not making fun of you because no, I went it's... bald or young. Yeah, like so, 12. And so I loved my hair. I did. I loved my hair. I liked combing it. I liked styling it. Um, it's kind of weird, dude, but that's fine. I get it. Well, I, uh, I I grew it long. I had, like, makeshift dreadlocks. I dyed it. Oh, I frosted man. the tips. You just tied your long hair into knots to have dreadlocks? Um, they, they took them, you know, the little tiny rubber bands that girls put in their hair? They took just lots of those and twisted them up. Yeah, I used to use those for my hair. Yeah. Top knot. You know, we're, we're during... a long way, huh? Yeah, during my meeting uh, on Monday, uh, I was asked um, how you and I uh, got acquainted. Yeah. And um, when that was and when you came back to church full-time yeah and uh i thought this was a well-known fact but apparently i said well you know i come in and after his accident and he was better now and i remember your dad brought you into the for the easter cantata practices i mean you were coming a few weeks before that but then you volunteered for that and then i was like yeah i met him and i always thought Oh man, who's this dude with a man bun? Yeah, and the guy and a glorious beard. Steve was like, "Oh what?" I guess he didn't remember that. 
Nice. Thanks for bringing it back up to him. And he was like, hey, you know, I'll never understand. <laughs> Some guys thought that that was okay. I said, I don't know, but he didn't have it much longer after that. Yeah, once I started working at where I do, I was like, you know what? You know, I, I was the type where I was <laughs> That's like, what? I will never shave my beard because I had like a nice well, beard. Yeah, right? but I'm not talking about your but, beard. No, but listen, I was, I was like, I will never alter my appearance for other people. You know, I was very strong about that. I'm like, you know, yeah. I wrote out things to say like, well, um, I need my beard for um, religious purposes. Oh, I boy. did that. Like thinking that, oh, this is something I have to, a hill I have to die on. And then I get this job and it was like, it was, it was gift wrapped by the good Lord because, I mean, you've heard it a thousand times where, you know, things were just lined up man and i'm like wow i'm in a totally different role than i've ever been in more the administrative blue collar mm-hmm. or no white collar what is it which I was one is to it? see if that's yeah. a blue collar white, i'm in the white collar purple collar white collar you know and it's, it was a big change and but i'm wearing this business casual every day mm-hmm. needing to be presentable you know shaping my beard doing all this i'm like i'm just gonna shave off my hair I had long hair, dude. It went down to about. Well, I'm my glad shoulders. you did. You know how funny that would look now. Yeah, it wouldn't work. No, you'd you'd be like Monty. Yeah, with yeah, and opposite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it works for him though. Yeah, yeah, works for him. I mean, I, I had to, my. You know what though? My dad looks good, uh, with a bald head. But you I, do too, bro. I mean, well, I mean, he doesn't. I mean, the cul-de-sac. Oh, he's got a cold. He doesn't. Yeah, and that, but that's all I've ever known him to have, too. I've never known I mean, him yeah, with some, hair. yeah, some guys, you But he it. pulls it off, like, really, like, that's, he looks good. That's who he is. You you, you recognize yeah. him as that. And then my mom cuts his hair, and it's, he always keeps it short on the sides, but he's 99.9% of the time he has a hat on. I thought you were about to say he's 99 years old. I'm like, oh, dang, dude. No, dude, that's like Theo Vaughn style right there, no. Uh, no, but he pulls it off. But I remember hanging. I think I told the story, you know, I hung out into mine as long as I possibly could. And I used to go to, um, great clips and Falcon because I liked it there because you have your phone number. And so you get the phone number and it gave them how you like your hair. Oh, like, Oh, you like the, this whatever the person their stylist did at the first original time says you know this guard on the side this guard on top and that yeah. up so they don't you don't have to explain to somebody new every time and i remember getting the same style of haircut once a month or whatever mm-hmm. and then one day i went in and the lady pulled it up and she was like you know how about we keep it a little longer on top and i'm like why and she's like it'll help cover the thinning I never went back. I never stood. Like, I'm not coming here anymore. I, yeah, after that, that next time I got my hair cut, I took the buzzer out, and it was, that was it. You did it yourself? Yeah. And that was it for me, and then I've never let it go much past a couple of, couple of week length. Yeah, I, th- I feel like when that does happen for me, and I'm going bald, like shaving. Uh-huh. 
that's when I'm going to let the beard go, you know, because I, I can grow. Yeah, because it'll take away from the top of your yeah, head. Yeah, I mean, yeah. bald with a sure. beard, that's, that's no, cool. No, yeah, no, you know? I, I get it, you know. It's, uh, oh, man. And then and then what really did it for me, I know this is depressing. <laughs> oh, man. It stinks, dude. Oh. I don't like it at all because my wife will never know me with hair now, ever. Dang. And neither will my daughter. Dang, yeah. It's it's crazy, but you know what real so the razor really came into play cuz I would just do with the buzzer. Yeah, but you still get a, you still got a 5 o'clock shadow up yeah, on top of your you head. Get the outline of your So I started, <laughs> I started uh I don't know Kay, Kaylee upstairs didn't zoom in or maybe no it wasn't her yet it was uh Tara. Tara. She usually they would zoom in like we do with Pastor Rick and you see his face. Yeah. They were still doing and then I watched it and then I could clearly see the cul-de-sac on top of my head. But oh, you didn't and commit got, to it before? Well, I would shave it, but you still saw the line. Like it wasn't longer hair, but it was enough that you Clear could enough. clearly see where the yeah. hair didn't grow anymore. Yeah. And I was like so then I went Here's home and I sign. got the shaving gel. You know, it's funny. My Dollar Shave Club six blade razor. There was this one time where I was like, you know what? I'll shave my hair the moment that someone I'm interested in emotionally is like, hey, are you going bald? No, I'm just going to shave my head and go bald. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Getting a relationship, like first yeah. one after a while. Like, are you, is your hair thinning? I was like... Why did you just say that to me? <laughs> I'm not ready. And I didn't, yeah, I didn't no. do it. Like I didn't, you know, and I'm glad I didn't. I mean, it's not too bad, but. No, I mean, you're pulling it off really well. I don't, that's not the first thing I noticed. The only time I ever noticed is it when you talk about your shiny head or. Yeah. Well, I got that oily skin. But you <clears throat> also pull it off so well because you have a much older look than what you are okay i'm gonna take that as a call because when i first met you i thought you were either my age or a little older dude i've had people mistake me for being 40 yeah well people sometimes mistake you for being your dad's brother that has happened yeah so i mean you do you have that look but then i see those pictures that your sister posts of your younger days and you clearly look like a a young punk kid there Mm mm-hmm but now you look, I mean, you could, you could easily pass for your mid to late thirties for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. People say I'm like 34 all the time. Yeah. And I'm just like, nope. It took me a while to accept the fact that you were 10 years younger than me. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. And then it kind of got to that weird thing. We're like, Oh, you and Kevin are friends. That's weird. You're like one of them senior in high school. And Who said best- that? Well, nobody, but that's your mind. Like, you oh. start thinking back. Like, if I was a senior in high school, my good friend would have maybe been in the kindergarten. In the kindergarten? Yeah, you're just like, hmm. hmm. And you're just hanging out with this five-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> like, people get arrested for that. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, <laughs> when you... You look at the grand scheme of things, that's what it is. That's We're adults, Adam. I'm 39 years old, and you're 28. Yeah. 11 year difference. Yeah. How many years is there in school? 12. So I would have been hanging out with a first grader. No. No. Okay, if you're 
Well, still, how old? You're a twelve. You're a senior. You'd be hanging out with a middle schooler. Barely. Yeah. Barely. Like you still would have probably been in the elementary school. Elementary. You'd have been fifth grade. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not good at math, so can't read. I'm not good at math. I'm gonna come on. Doesn't matter. Nobody's gonna fact check us anyways because nobody's watching. Yeah. Well, hey, those of you that are watching. Um, it is good to be back. I thought about this every Wednesday, you know, being here for the youth group and this afterwards. Like, when you do something for so long, I mean, it's been, what, two years now since this came off the ground? Ah, uh, yeah. You know, it's it it just becomes, it's just like when Bible study. Like, I've unfortunately missed out on that now. Yeah, we didn't have it yesterday. No. No, it was because Rick was passing out candy. But it's like you, you get into those things where, you know, you have this place where you can go where you get, you know, nourished through, uh-huh. you know, believers and fellowship and people that try to try to be more Christ like, right? Like right. you get you that empowers you. Like I was like, Man, can't wait till Tuesday so that I can make it through the week. Then I was like, can't wait till Wednesday, Tuesday, then Wednesday, so that I can keep going. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. you're out in the world, and it is so easy to just get wrapped up in, yeah, in the people around you. I mean, we talked about it in youth group tonight, where it's like, you know, thinking back about like, have you ever lost a friend because you were believed in Christ? I'm like, I mean, a lot of people have kept their distance oh, from yeah. me because I, I try to be more vocal about it not right. not in like in the convicting other people but like you're like hey man i'm only here because of god and they're like oh you're one of those religious types well i definitely uh Come definitely went from one extreme to the next like one extreme to like overnight to where the people that i associated with thought i was just kidding yeah you know, I got in trouble, and they're like, "Well, you know, that's what people do when they get in trouble. They turn to Jesus or right, try to right. p- put this persona out there that you're trying to fix your life, so maybe that'll get you out of the trouble." Yeah, so then you can go back and to it. It did know. not, no. but um, then I stuck to it, and then yeah, the the phone calls became less and less, which I'm appreciative for because I used to get those texts from knucklehead guys that weren't probably good to have. Yeah, the group you wouldn't you're text around. messages. You wouldn't want your mom to open, right? Um, videos on Snapchat. You wouldn't want your mom to. Isn't see. Isn't that a nice thing? One of the nice things where you stop getting those kind of things. You yeah, know, like, you know. You. Like, it, well, and a lot of it, I'll never forget the first Christmas. Uh, Kaylee spent with me. We were just engaged. We went to my brother's house, and my brother was the worst of sending these. Uh, montages of not yeah. nice things yeah. to music. Mm-hmm. And he sent me one. I got a message and I opened it and it, I was like, oh. and it was that. And, and yeah, and she was, so, and I'm like, I'm looking at her and I'm like, that was my brother. And she's like, oh, yeah, what a, what a jerk. You know, he's just trying to embarrass you. And, but then I start, and then all of a sudden it just stopped. Mm hmm. I didn't get those anymore. And then friends stopped tagging me in stupid stuff on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, they stopped putting me in Snapchat threads. Uh, 
all kinds of different things. And now they, well, they just stopped. I mean, none of them. I had a, a talk with a friend of mine that's still a good friend of mine. Um, and he and he brings up like, oh, I've watched this. I've seen that. I've <coughs> seen you post this and this and that. And I'm like, and you, does it suck? And he's like, no, it's pretty good. And I'm like, do you like it? Do you push the like button? Oh, my bad. And I, I sat there and I'm like, how many people are doing that? I told but you. how many times do I do that? I mean, I watch, I watch YouTube every single day. Every day, I have a regiment of podcasts. Same. I know what's coming on on Not Monday. Podcast, I know that Theo comes on on Tuesday. I know that uh, these other ones come on Wednesday, Thursday. I usually go over to Rogan on Spotify and see if he had anybody interesting on. And then Friday, I got my own. And but. I've been forcing myself to hit the thumbs up even on theirs, even though like I watched Theo the other day and I could just see it was only up for an hour and he already had like 149,000 views yeah. and, it, and it was just like a Rolodex. Like the numbers were just like, ding, 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 as I was watching it because he had Tucker Carlson on yesterday. Oh, dang. That's and so, yeah, it was pretty good. And it just kept, and, and I'm like, well, they, but I got to get out of the mindset that they don't need it. They don't need my thumbs up. Yeah, that's like a negative mindset. Yeah, so it's oh. like I got I force myself to like it, but give them a thumbs up. And I encourage people to do that with all of our stuff. Because, yeah, the views, they count. They matter. But the traction comes from the likes and the shares and all that. So I, even on social media, I got. I'm trying to get better at liking people's posts. Um, we had a big time person that's got the check marks on TikTok and Instagram. I mean, I feel like we're pretty I've, good at. I followed responding them. And they followed to us right back. And I'm Facebook. Like, right. I mean, we're. And now I hear that Facebook is like the MySpace of social media right now, and nobody gives a crap about Facebook anymore. It's all about Instagram and TikTok. I'm like, well, that's great. The least two platforms that I spend the least amount of time on, that's where the... But I just can't get in. I don't know if it's my algorithm. I don't... I just can't... I don't know what it is about Instagram that just doesn't suck me in. It's the devil. I don't know what it is about... I don't... I spend like just a few minutes I don't know why it's not visually appealing to me on Instagram I don't know what it is but everybody's like this where it's at best social media site ever Instagram hmm. I'm like it sucks like I don't I don't know maybe it's because I don't spend enough time in the reels we're never getting sponsored by Instagram I don't think Instagram sponsors anybody. I think we're on Instagram. Brought to you by Instagram. Never heard that before. Instagram on Instagram. The other thing is I don't understand about TikTok is we have 199 followers. And then every time I post a video, I can almost guarantee when those views stop. It's right at the 250 mark. For whatever, sometimes it's 230, sometimes it's 250, but it's never over 260. Hmm. Like it always, and it, and I'm talking, it goes quick. 
I post a video and in 10 minutes it's it's already at 150 within minutes. And then I'll go on do something else. I go back. We're already at 199, and it gets to 200. And then what about 205 is where it starts slowing down. Dang. And I use a lot of hashtags. I'm trying to get used to the hashtags. And yeah, I mean that's I think where it comes into play that, you know, as as humans we we look to that stuff and we we want that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like. I don't know if it's about not like not saying that's what it's for you, but like being noticed or, you know, when I had my own, that's what I was looking at. I'd be like, well, how many likes did I get? Okay, cool. So, I posted this thing that made people laugh and I got a bunch of likes. Cool. I'm going to post more things like that. You know what I mean? Like, the thing that's crazy is my personal pages. I don't pay attention to the likes at all. Yeah. On our ministry pages, I pay attention a lot because... I did have high expectations for it. Like I thought it was going to be easy and clearly it's not. And we're probably one of the most unpopular topics in Christian movement stuff. Mm -hmm. We're not tasing each other. We're not doing crazy challenges and stuff like that. It makes no sense. We're not just being goofy. These mustaches make us certified to tase each other. Yeah. I think you get taken off. uh, You get demonetized and taken off of YouTube for tasing. I watched um, Bad Friends, and they had a Halloween thing, and they put the dog collars on. Shotgun. And one of them at the end got they, and then I noticed immediately the next day they had it, they they had to cut it. The shotgun. Wow. Yeah. I mean, that's yeah, promoting self harm. But no, I I have higher expectations for the that stuff because I know that people can get support through that and I would love to full-time ministry uh, dedicate and put back into what we're doing not only with the youth group but better equipment better quality being able to go speak at different places um, have guests on and you know let people give their testimony and stuff like that and so that's why I am always looking because I know where that magic number is to then start getting the benefits back. Right. But then I also look at like, so we're monetized on Facebook now. Whatever that means. Well, that means that we've got enough followers that we can get paid. Well, it's opposite of demonetized. Yeah. We uh, we're monetized. So, that's why if what does you go that to our, mean bro if you go to our street smart christian page at the bottom of every post that i do you got a check every mark? video that i do no we don't have oh. no that's sir that's certified certified we there is a little bar at the end where you get the thumbs up you got the comments and you got all there's thing that says would you like to support street smart christian by sending stars and i think those stars are worth a penny so somebody sends a hundred stars, it's a dollar. And you have to get at least I don't a hundred and fifty stars for them to then put it into like a little account of yours. We got any stars? No. <laughs> but at the same time, I've never given anybody stars either. 
First time I've ever heard of Stars, man. Yeah, it's right at the bottom. Well, you wouldn't get it on your personal page. It's only for... I guess you could if you had over a thousand followers. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so... We have 2,000 followers. You know what I think about often? Is like... Back when Jesus was here and the apostles and all that. And they're out there just wherever at the temple oh yeah or by the Galilean Sea Jesus is just like hey just telling them and the apostles went and did that he's like alright I'm going to send you guys you go don't bring an extra pair of clothes (laughs) don't bring any money don't bring this don't bring that just go and they went on journeys and they went to these places and they're just like Hey man, you Stay, know. oh, staying in people's houses. Yeah, he's like just, just you know, like I'm like that to me. Like you can't do that. To no, me. no, no, no. You you know what I mean? But it's like that's how show. that was their their platform. Yeah. Right, and they operated from it. They found a way, and and it was to get to bring the good news to those that didn't know. Well, I talked to a good friend of ours. We can say that he's an older, he's like way older than us, but uh, he's got some plans in the future of running for political office. Oh, I know. And uh, I've made him business cards, and then I you did well. I got some from the same where we got ours. Yeah. So he's got business cards. Well, then he called and he's like, "Can they make like a five by eight? And then, so I got him like birthday invitations, but they're his thing so he can put on cork boards and stuff like that at gas stations and in the community and centers and stuff like that. And then we were talking today and I, you know, he's also from the generation that barely learned to turn a computer on. But I said, have you ever thought about going to be his campaign manager? No, I don't think that the level Can, of office does he, that he want has us to, to put him that. on here. Uh, probably not yet. Promote him? <laughs> no, because he'll lose votes. <laughs> like they're like, well, where, where do we Political vote in Norway? Street smart Christian. We're in. Uh, you want to vote, Street Squad? They're not allowed Did to you vote, vote in places where they usually watch us. Did you vote, Adam? Yeah, I vote all the time for District Twenty. Oh no, I'm in Elbert County. Oh yeah. But I voted for whatever Simla is. That's they had the school board. Derek members. Anderson. Okay. Um, Amy something. We. Uh, I asked him if he ever considered a business page on social media. Not a personal page. Nothing. Just an at like to put his face out there to get because. of the people that like Street Smart Christian on Facebook are women that are 50 years and older. Is that still the analytics? Yeah. And so... Dang, we dropped it down to 50. used to be 60. I don't know. It's somewhere around there. But I'm like, this is the... These are the people that he needs to be reaching. And that's the only way he's going to reach young voters. Because no, nobody's going to the newspaper or seeing what the information on the cork board says. And he's like, well, I, you know, I just, 
of course, the older generation just thinks of the evils of social media. And I'm like, no, you don't put your personal, yeah. you don't, you don't need to engage with the comments. You don't even have to look at it. You just have somebody run it for you. Put what you stand for, whatever your values are, whatever your statement is, whatever your campaign is, you put that on there, you just send it out. People share your page and stuff like that. And so he really thought about it and then he tried to call me and I didn't answer the phone. So. You know what the worst thing ever is? What? Unsolicited unsolicited text messages about political what people. Oh, I always office. get a I always I, get a call from like whatever the senators are. This is the office of Corey Bada. Oh dude, I'm just like I hit report as junk and it just keeps coming. Yeah, so why do you keep hitting that? Same with like my emails, bro. I get all this stuff. Report is junk. Report oh yeah, is that, fishing. Report is fishing, and it just they keep coming. I'm like, please. So stop. I started getting phone calls about Medicare and like senior health benefits, and I'm like, what? And so it's always a robot. So then I, I, I would always yell at it, and it just hang up. Well, last couple of times, I just started acting like I was old, and they're like, hello, and I'm like, hello. And they're like, how does this work? And they're like, hey, we're here to talk about. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then it's like a little pause. And then finally it'll say, okay, let me connect you to our supervisor. And, you know, it's whatever. It's some Middle Eastern dude. And I'm like, that. And, then, and I know that's a real person. And then I let him have it. Dang. And they usually just hang up on me, but. They do? Yeah. Because I just, I don't say very Christian like things. And I tell them, you know, Adam, I, well, it's a no, I get 37 calls every morning. What do you say to him as an old man? Get off my phone. No, I'm not an old man at that point because now I'm talking to a person and I'm like, first off, I'm not a senior. Second off, stop calling my bleepity bleeping phone. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) What is it? I'm, I'm sorry, sir. No, usually they they don't say. You just beep beep beep, and then they hang up. Yeah, it's the, the iPhone beep when somebody hangs up on you. How often do you do this, Adam? Every day. Why? Uh, because I'm tired of them calling my phone. Don't it's answer. like we had these guys that said they were they were. Uh, well, they're tricky. Sometimes you know I work. Yeah, I know. I have so they call from too. Colorado Springs. They call from Peyton. They call from Callahan. They call from anywhere that I'm similar. So I'm like, well, is this the school? Is this? I know I get calls at work, and I normally don't have my phone on me. But when I answer them, I let Sometimes, them talk, and then I'm just like, like, uh, are you interested in that? I'm like, I'm literally at work right now, so I can't talk. So I apologize. I'm like, oh, okay, we'll we'll put you on the do not call list. I'm like, thanks. I usually, if my phone says spam risk, then no, I don't. I don't answer it, but, um, yeah, I'm usually not very nice to them. Why do you think they they used to, uh, so then they started calling my phone asking for Ethel Carter. That's my wife's grandmother that passed away in 2017. I had this phone number long before I met Kaylee. So for whatever, I think because they get my address and my name's on that address and they somehow get my phone when they might think that I'm the grandson so they call and then we still have a landline so i answer that sometimes and we had these 
gentlemen that are your typical roofers, if you will, that roofing houses, they don't want to call out any kind of specific nationalities. But they would say, hey, do we're it, with Do this. it in their voice. <laughs> no, I'm not doing that. That's Bobby Lee tried to get somebody to do it in a in an accent, and I'm not trying to get us canceled that hard. Did he get canceled? <laughs> no, because the other guys are always like, I'm not doing that. Like, he can do it because he's Asian. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. Yeah, so I'm... Okay. This will, my luck, it'll, I just talked about, well, I wanted to grow numbers. And this is like the hot, well, you're like 2,000 views. And they're like, <laughs> canceled. <laughs> uh, but anyways, they kept calling, they called a couple times and they kept asking for, for grandma. And the first time I was like, I, I told my wife, I'm like, I'm sorry that, but I'm just, she died. She's no longer with us anymore. So. Wait, you told your wife that? Or no, I told her, but I tell my wife, cause she's listening. Like. If this triggers you in any way, you know, me talking about your grandma being not alive anymore. She, no, because she's not. <laughs> okay. Well, then they call back, and then they're like, well, who is this? And I'm like, um, her, her granddaughter's husband. We live in their house. Well, we're, we're doing roof inspections. And I'm like, no, you're not. Yeah, we, we just come out and give you a free estimate. And I'm like, first off, there's nothing wrong with my roof. It's a metal roof. This house was struck by lightning a few years ago, and they redid the whole thing. So we're good. Yeah, but you never know. I'm like, here's the deal, bro. Like, he wouldn't let it go. Like, I could clearly tell he was not a professional. And I definitely wasn't. I was, like, past. Like, this is, like, the He's trying to hook, line, and sinker. Yeah, and he, because at first he thought it was an elderly couple that would be in their 90s. Sink, line, and hooker? And so a lot of those guys would come hook, line, and sinker. I said it right. So then they would, like a lot of those guys I know that got in trouble during all those hailstorms is they would come, say they're doing a free inspection, find something wrong, and say, if you give us down payment, then we'll come by and we'll fix your roof. And a lot of these people were cutting checks and paying cash, and then they just never show up again. Yeah, I've heard about those. So, and I, I'm no dummy. Like, this wasn't a professional secretary. This was just a dude like, hey. Probably just cracked some cold ones. And I'm like, listen, bro, you're not coming here to inspect the roof. And if you do, it's not going to be good for you. I promise. What do you mean? And I'm like, <laughs> find out. <no. laughs> yeah, basically like mess around and find out. Because oh, I was no. getting so mad. Because like, first off, I knew that he was trying to take advantage of elderly people. Then he wouldn't let it go. And he kept telling me like, I'm an idiot. I was like, dude, the, it's a brand new roof. I don't need you to inspect it. I don't it. need an inspection. Well, you never know. This, this, that, and the other. I'm like, no, I know. And I do know another thing. If you show up here, it's not going to be good for you at all. What do you mean? I'm like, mess around and find out, bro. <laughs> I said, and don't ever call here again. Or I'll report this number or whatever to... And they never, they never did. But then my wife's like, oh, my God, they're going to show up here. <laughs> like, what if you're not here when they come? Like, they're not going to show up all the way out in the eastern plains. Boonies. No, that's, you're pretty safe out there. Uh, one would think. If, you, if once they know that it's not elderly people there anymore, there's a reason there was never the mafia in Colorado. Pretty sure they were. There wasn't. No. 
Not like the streets of New York. Not like that. Everybody had guns here. Just different. That's called the cartel. Mm-hmm. They were just selling drugs. It's the Mexican mafia right there. Oh, my God. Well, I didn't hear a lot of reports of them causing any havoc in Calhoun, Colorado. I've heard of them. <laughs> I bet you have. <laughs> oh. But that's because of your friend circle, just like we were talking about. Um, You're my friend circle. Now? I don't have any friends, Adam. Me either. <laughs> I mean, I do. I, no, I, we have acquaintances. If you guys listen, I mean, I love you guys, but we hang out once, twice a year. Well, you, you're meaning friends and brothers and sisters in Christ that that are 100% committed to that. Yeah. So, I'm like, okay, for instance, I've been wanting to talk about this for a few weeks, but I went elk hunting, and then I'm like, man, it's so different now. It's not, it's not that I don't love the people that I was around. I love them dearly. I would die for them. But it's so different when I live a certain lifestyle now, and they claim to live that kind of lifestyle too, but they're, I'm like, like it's hard. I was going to bed early because I'm like, I this is not my scene anymore. Yeah. And I'm like, and everybody wants to talk about church. Everybody wants to talk. And, I'm, and you can't talk to anybody about church if they've had a few too many. I mean, I feel like you can. I just you, you talk in circles. Yeah. Like, we'll talk about this in the morning. You're not going to remember any of this. Yeah. Well, you're just talking in circles because they always know more than you do. And I'm like, ah, mm, okay. And you, uh, you know, you don't, you don't belittle them. You're just like, yeah, yeah. You just kind of, okay, okay. But it's like, yeah, this is why this. And I'm like, mm. where'd you read that on the Google? No, they don't. It's just, you just talk in circles at that point. And it's hard. It's really hard because you want everybody to be on your level and they're not and then you try to express your level and other people are like hey whoa there holy roller slow your roll here buddy yeah like you're not any better than anybody else i used to know you a few years ago yeah, and i'm that's like not what i'm saying i know i don't say i'm just trying to express what i do now where my passions are what i love to do and they're like hey bible thumper hey we don't need your stuff here you know i saw that crazy meme about like football and stuff like that. And uh, I love football. I watch right, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I follow some of it. I mean, I, whatever, but, um, they were saying the meme saying like, can you imagine if, Oh people yeah. The were celebrating and they're in the snow Christ. Like they do a football. Game. I see the one, like, could you like on Sunday and it's like in Cleveland or whatever. And they're all bundled up and the snow is like piling around the people. And and it said something like, if people were this enthusiastic about going to church as they were freezing to death mm-hmm. at, a at a football game, man, we would pack the house. It just shows like how priorities divided it, our attentions are towards like, yeah, it's entertainment. Yeah, for sure. But what do you, I mean, yeah, I mean, you get camaraderie, you get. I don't know, maybe adrenaline or whatever. I mean, I, I, I admittedly, I love football, like played it, love it, love watching it. It's intense, you know, but I'm like, how much of that 
dedication to a sport and a team that I love, you know, do I put towards Christ? Yeah. You know, my biggest thing was, is I didn't know where to focus my energy. I never was a huge sports fanatic. I dabbled in the rodeo stuff and I, that still wasn't like, I couldn't get into it. Like some of my friends that were you into don't it. follow who the bull riders So are. everything and dude, that's when I developed drinking problems and stuff like that, because I felt that was the only way I could connect with anybody. Right. Uh, you know, that's the only, I was a social butterfly at that point. So at that, when I could get on that courage, level, yeah. yeah, liquid courage or just, you know, a bowl of loud mouth soup, I would just, <laughs> yeah. I would, I, I could connect. People would start talking about football and I could pretend like I knew what I was talking about, but I really had nothing. Music was my biggest thing. Um, but with everybody, so I'm like, I don't know where to put my energy. I don't know where to put. And so when I started coming to church after I've been in trouble too many times, and that's not the reason. You just got to read. It's the internet. Why? If the cameras are working fine, but I don't know why we got to interrupt where I was going. Now. Sorry. I don't know where to get my point now. Just it, uh, it happened to me every five minutes last Sunday. I'm like, it's just because the I don't even want it's this the phone anymore. to the internet. Stop. I'm sorry. I can't get us new internet. Fix this. <laughs> sorry, it's the mustache. I've been doing it all day. But you know what? It doesn't matter. I don't have any passions, anyways. I don't care about what that. are your passions Adam now I put all my energy into this kind of stuff and I was talking to a friend of mine the other day if I only would have paid attention to this movement 15 years ago ill man if I'm not saying it would have been any better but it probably could have been because we kind of got into the game a little late I mean, in God's timing, nothing is ever too late, right? Well, yeah, I understand but that. But then you think about, you know, I said it to those young boys. I'm like, I wish I had someone come up and talk to me about this stuff mm-hmm. when I was your age. And they're just like, whatever you do. Like, yeah, they yeah. didn't say that. But yeah, no. They, like, I'm seriously, this, this, what you're doing is not going to get you what you think you want. And they're just like, well, you know, and I'm like, I wish I had that. Yeah. But then in the same breath, you're like, everything I went through was in preparation for what's to come. Well, I wish I would have paid more attention to when I was in high school, computer. Yeah. You you think back on that kind of stuff like, oh. Where the world has come, what they're, yeah. The computer uh, guy then um, was teaching us this program, the same program that at the time Pixar just became a thing with Disney. Yeah, they And it was how they created all that and all these editing software sites. And this is, and I'm like, ah, boring. And now I watch 30 hours of YouTube to try to figure out how to make a, Photoshop thing where I take your picture off and my picture over here and I'm like, I can't do it. And I'm like, man, if I would have, because at the time I would have been growing with all this because it was just started. All this computer, like how to edit on the internet. how to do Now, because I just, I I became a recluse and was like, I got to watch million hours of YouTube. 
but this was before YouTube. This was like, this guy was like, I can teach you right now and you'll have the basic skills to do all this Photoshop, premium duo, all this stuff. And then if I stuck with it, by now I'd have been like, oh, this is a piece of cake. Because <laughs> really it's easy. But right. for me, I'm like, ah, too much information. Right. Brain, and in, in the, same, the same lens of that is when like, you know, you have these opportunities to share the gospel. And you don't. And well, like, no, like now, like we have some knowledge, you know, we're, we're going through bit, it together. Yeah. We're doing, you're doing the stuff. You take the time that you can to study and stuff like that, where you're like, man, why, why did it take me this many years to realize that my answer was right here? Oh my gosh. If I would have had, if I would have had that same passion in high school, not only on the computer, but for this, because mm-hmm. I'm always so jealous of Steve. I'm jealous of Rick. I'm jealous of Tim, um, Ron, all these guys that are just like having a regular conversation and Theologians. they're like, well, yeah. In their own, in their own rights, which you tell Steve, you're like, well, that's what we're working on with you, buddy. We're going to, but they can just have a casual conversation and go, you know, well, Ecclesiastes 17.5 says, and then you go over to first John and you go over to, you know, Micah and this and that. Do you think that that is like the idea that we make in our minds is like, if I'm able to do this, I will look like this. And that's for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's this, you know what I mean? Like, it's so easy to fall into that. It's like a trap, you know, even, even for the word of God, like, you know, but at the same time, if you lock this away in your heart, strap it to your forehead, like it says in Mm -hmm. some verses, like it's not meant for you to be like this was wise Solomon, right? It's Mm -hmm. meant for you to have the knowledge that, God did what he did and has what he has for us for this deeper reason that's gives you the purpose because everybody's searching for their purpose, right? Mm-hmm. What's my purpose in life? I mean, I, you wrestle with that forever. Even Christians, yep. you know, it's something that you're constantly like, well, is this who I'm supposed to be? Is that who I'm supposed to be? You're like, is that who, who I was in the past? Is that, is that what defines me of who I am today? It's like, no, a lot of that stuff, I know it's like these roots of lies that just the devil's able to make you think a thought, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, do you really believe that? And he can do it even if you have a good upbringing, good people around you. You know, something happens, you get some type of trauma, even no matter how big or small it is, and you're just like, you you make this story up in your mind. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this before a little bit, but... It's so easy because we think that things are supposed to be a certain way, right? Yeah. Like it's supposed to be this way because I did this or I, I, I'm going to do that. So things are going to be this way. It's never guaranteed. Like there's no secret equation. At least I've never heard of one or found it other than the Bible, you know? 
And that's exactly where we're supposed to be, right? Mm hmm. <laughs> you stopped listening to me? No, I've been listening the whole time. I've just been singing in my head, too. What are you singing? I want to be a millionaire. So... See, dude, why? Well, that's just because I heard that song earlier. You want to be a millionaire? That'd be cool. What do you think that'll do for you? Buy me a boat. What is a boat going to do for you? Take me fishing. What is the fishing going to do for you? Feed my family. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I'm just... I know, I know. It's... We don't want to get too deep, huh? Call 911. What? Whoa. What are you doing? Did you just tell your phone to call? No, it said call 911. Who? The news outlets. What? I don't know. I got these weird notifications. Don't, I don't follow the news. Okay? All right. Because I was like, you can't just randomly grab your phone and on the podcast go call 911. <laughs> <laughs> I did earlier tonight. Why? And then, any different. And, then, and then everybody like that's all listening audio is like, oh my god, what happened? We just cut. I'm gonna <laughs> cut it off. Call nine one one in the podcast. Just put a beep. beep. This isn't the national broadcast. Um. Yeah. Choose your friend circle wisely. Why? Encourage your friends be the reason that they want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. That's it's hard, dude. Yeah, be the example. That's even harder. You don't have to do it with your words. Yeah, your words talk is cheap. Yeah. Yeah, be a good example is hard. Uh, you know, I... Uh, Practice what you preach. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard at work. Extremely. Um, it's hard. I mean, at your work, it's probably a little easier because mm. you guys, well, I mean, in an office setting, are you guys usually cussing like sailors? Out oh, loud? yeah, dude. Okay, it's, never it's mind. It's not. It's a little bit better than a construction. Yeah. You know, area? Well, but... I guess you're not really in a customer service field. Well, yeah, it's... On the phones, but... It's purely customer service because we have people that come in like, I need help, my world is falling apart. It's like, oh, just relax, everything's fine. Okay. But that doesn't happen constantly, you know? And it's like, those down times is where it's so hard. And like, some of the people I work with, I love them to death. I'm blessed to have the people around me that I do, but, you know... There's a couple believers, and then there's a few that don't. Yeah. And they're like, you know, comments like, God's not even real, dude. What are you? I'm like, we need to talk about that. Why yeah. do you say that? Like, like it, you know, I'm I'm not, like, making like making them feel bad for saying that. I'm like, well, not my God. And they're like, well, he, he's evil. I'm like, hmm. I wonder what God you're talking about, because that's not mine. And, like, he's not even real. I'm like we really need to talk because I want to know why you why you think that. Like, yeah, yeah, I'm, just, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm like, <laughs> no, you're not, dude. You're definitely better at that than I am. Well, no, I mean, it took years and years because my tactical delivery for for voicing things, like I always was the type of person 
if you tell me not to do something or to do something a certain way that you want mm-hmm. and you don't give me evidence or a reason why I'm just like well you're dumb I don't listen to you I'm gonna do whatever I want and then like you know it's like you know younger you uh, maybe you should stop drinking maybe you've had a little too many tonight oh yeah oh, cool and then I go buy like six shots and, <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah. that was my mindset for so long and then even like in a work setting where you're like um, I need you to do this do this Adam I need you to do it, and you. This is how you're gonna do it, or or not even tell you how to do it. And they're just like, well, how how do you want to do this? Like, this is a crazy thing. I don't know, but you need to do it, and and it needs to be done like immediately. I was like, well, no, like, give me your evidence here or your reasoning or whatever. And then they don't, and I'm just like, all right, well, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna figure this out, and I'm gonna call you dumb because you didn't give that out. You know what I mean? And you and I spent so much of my time trying to. I don't know what it was i don't know how why it, it, it was but it's like now i realize that it's not about that it's about you know explaining yeah it's so hard You're like going into detail about this and like trying to explain to these kids like well the hard part about it is, is outside of your circle outside of the church outside of your christian circle it's so hard to get people to take you serious oh yeah dude and That's, if they do, but then they joke about they think it. He, yeah, they, they, they don't take you serious. I mean, they just think that this is a phase. They think that you're just you're better cuckoo, than them. You're cuckoo. Or, you're trying to be better than everybody else. Yeah. And, oh, you don't talk to me no more because you think you're better than me. And you don't hang out anymore because you think you're better. And how did you even find your wife that you have now when you're such a dummy, you know? And it's like, what? That sounds a little detailed. Someone well, no, well, someone it, actually said that to you. Oh, for sure. Oh, all the time because I married a, an angel. I married a saint, and I was not. And they're like, but it's so hard. Even in my own family, it's so hard to get people to take me serious. Yeah. Well, you, you go back to Jesus when he went back to his hometown. Well, he, well, then he's like, I'm just not going to talk to you. Where? Where was it? He was a. Uh, what was his hometown? Bethlehem? No. Oh, Jerusalem? No, he was he was born in Bethlehem, but he was... Uh, what did they say? Oh, yeah. We know who comes from this place. I don't he's know. from there? Yeah, he's whatever. Like, Nazareth? Of, Naz, yeah. yeah. Like, Nazareth, he, he goes back there. I forget in what book, and they, like, were about to kill him. For sure, yeah. But... Like, these are people that he grew up with him. They knew him, and they're like, you're dumb. Why you come here talking like that to Papa Pharisee over here? Okay, he's been taking care of us for a long time. We give him all of our money, but hey, we he, this guy's—you just shattered everything he's teached us. Yeah, it just taught us. It just—it's not acceptable. I want to have a yeah. You know, it sucks because everywhere I go, people are still getting drunk, and that's their—that's their decision. That's their prerogative. But then I. I want to have conversations about what we do here. Yeah. I want to talk about our ministry. I want to talk about our youth group. I want to talk about our podcast, our social media accounts. I want to talk about all this stuff. And they're like, that's great. So anyway, (laughs) or yeah, they just go (laughs) and they're like, well, that's good. It's better than what you were doing, huh? Yeah. Yeah, Good for you, buddy. Proud of you. 
And I'm like, really? Is that a and, jab? And then I'm always <laughs> now I'm like, I'm like sitting on the chair, just like rocking. Now, now you're everybody, rocking. Everybody, hey, at least you're rocking now. No, I'm just like swaying back and forth in a chair that doesn't rock. Oh, okay, so you're losing no. your mind. Okay. Well, and then I just I'm like, okay, well I'm gonna go put my headphones in and. And then my mom will come in like, I know what you're doing there, buddy. I'm like, what? She's like studying. I'm like, okay. And that's like, <laughs> hey, Ma, you want to join me? No, nobody wants to. And, and, it's, and it's not that I'm quoting scripture to them or like, hey, guys, let's get together before you get too wasted and have a Bible study. I mean, if you can do that, great. But it's, people ask me, what have you been up to? And I'm like, oh, man, I got my ministry. And they're like, okay, well, we'll talk to you later. Oh, cool. Bye. Like, like they, 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 they avoid me like a Jehovah witness at your front door or a, <laughs> or a Mormon walking down the street. They're like, ah, that's great. That's pretty neat. But, yeah. And I'm like, and I, and, and so I get it. I get like, I, I get technical, like we have a podcast. We're like, what's that? Well, it's kind of like the radio, but, uh, and oh, cool. You're on the radio. Well, yeah. Or just, they're just like, they, it's that's not their wheelhouse they're just like oh cool dude like so you're sober and now you just play on a computer all day sweet you know some like video games but then then there was little tiny little tiny uh i don't know angel winks or whatever you call the angel kiss i don't know what they you know where somebody's like so you just quit chewing tobacco and drinking just dropped it all huh yeah Oh, man, I need to do that. That's cool. I'm like, all right. So, and then I'm like, yeah, you know, now I have a youth group. All right, we'll talk to you later. Okay, I'm out. Yeah, it, oh, just they don't ever want to talk about church. They don't want to talk about religion. And I, yeah, and I get it, but I don't, I don't know. I don't preach it for sure. If they want to ask me a question, I'll answer the question. Most of the time, it's secretly through a text messages weeks later. <laughs> like, hey, and I'll, you get, ask me about I'll this? get this 13-page text that I'm like, I really get it. I read this whole thing? And then I'll respond. And then <laughs> the famous, I love everybody, so I love this. But the good one is, I believe you when you say you're reading the Bible. I believe you. You don't have to send me a picture of your Bible open. And you're just like, I believe you. I'm proud of you for reading your Bible. Please keep doing that. You get pictures of people reading their Bible. Yeah. Like I don't believe, like, like they'll be like, so I, I, I've been reading my Bible every day. And I'm like, great. But they, I don't, it's like they have to prove it. So they send me. And I hope really they are reading their Bible. Or they're just making fun of you. No, they're not making... Because a lot of it happens after sad things happen. And then they're like, oh man, i got to find God. And they open their Bible and then they have it highlighted and stuff. But they send me a picture of it and I'm like, I believed you. Well, we, you know, live, in the, we like, live in a media age. Where... Right, they're like, well, it's Tuesday night, I'm reading my Bible, see? Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, cool. 
sometimes they'll ask me like, well, what's a good verse? I used to have a friend of mine every other, like he, when I always knew when he was going through something, he's like, Hey, what's a good verse for hangovers or something? You know, like why? I'm like, uh, you know, he might have not said that exactly, but it was along the lines of, Hey, what's a good verse if your girlfriend's mad at you? Or what's a good verse for not having any money? What's a good verse for this? And I'm like, wasn't that a cool thing that Rick brought up on Sunday? What? In the back of your Bible. Oh, is there something for everything back there? Yeah. Yeah. What is it called? Yeah. Or usually, you know, and, and, and I would always answer every one of those. Yeah. I would always answer those messages that would say, Hey, I'm going through a real hard time. What's a good verse to, you know, do whatever. And I would actually look in my Bible and find it yeah. and then send it to him. Hey, thanks, man. And then that, but that's kind of stopped now. Hopefully it's because they all found Jesus and they don't, they've been reading their own Bible. <laughs> but, uh, but then I, you know, I got friends that are always less like, and then I got the friends that support me and then try to have that conversation. But they're like, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Uh, you know, well, what about the Catholic church? And I'm like, well, and they're like, wow. Hmm. So do you guys pick up snakes? You know, all that kind of, yeah, you know, yeah. and I'm like, no, you go door to door. No. Oh, cool. So you go every single Sunday. Yeah. Right. Right on. You know, I thought I read somewhere that you don't have to go to church to be saved. I'm like, okay, no, you don't. But yeah, you're a little out of context. But hey, like. but so yeah, it's it's hard being the only uh, born again Christian. You know, I I won't say what I won't judge everybody else's heart in your I don't circle. Yeah, yeah, but it's hard to try to want people to react to what your new life is like they did with your old life when people would have fun and laugh at you when you were drinking and you were the center of attention mm-hmm. and 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 that's probably god saying okay you're not the center of attention yeah, i am the center buddy but you want people to still have them open embracing arms loving arms for your new life instead of going is it cool if I have a drink? I don't care what you do, man. I'm not going to, but you can. Yeah, I mean, it, and then they, they they don't they don't know how to talk to you, so they're just not going to talk to you, right? And it's like mm, this is bo-. so. Yeah, you go to you go to bed early, and you just listen to the loud music, and the- I think that's why it's important to note, like. Yeah, when when you're pressing into your faith and your your walk with Christ, you're going to be ostracized by the world. And the key point here is that don't take that as like, okay, well, I guess I'm just going to be alone now. You need to take that and go find the brothers and sisters. That's why it's so important to get there. into church. It's like, yeah, that's where else you're going to find. I mean, you but- can't you can't do this on your own in the world. No, cause you're going to be so sad. You will be depressed. And then you, you find like-minded brothers and sisters that are like, dude, I was just like, the you. only thing I've that's different, the same thing. Like, 
I love our church. I don't want to go anywhere else. I love the fellowship with people. However, you're the only one around my age that, but that's good. I would have never found that outside of here. Yeah. I still have mentor, you know, I have a fellowship with a lot of people, but I'm probably not going to co hang out with a lot of them or call them up and like, what are you talking about? Start a podcast with them. No. They'll be like this. I do that sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But you know, fellowship is important because it's, it's cold out there on them streets. Yeah. Once, once the world rejects you, I mean, yeah, it, it feels like it sucks. Like you, you're, you've been used to being accepted, being the center of attention, like you mentioned, or, you know, making people laugh and doing all this stuff. There's and, no worse feeling than people thinking that you think you're better than everybody right. else. Right, and it's like, that's not the case. You're just like, I have found that Christ has shown me the right path, and I have to try and stay And honest. that's why, you know, Scripture says sometimes you just got to walk away. Yeah, and, then, and that's scary. You got to walk away from that lifestyle, because then you think you're not going to have any friends at all. That's scary, because then you're like, oh, I don't know anything else. Like, and then they really think you're better than they are. Mm-hmm. And you just got to dust your sandals off and move on. You got to keep going um, and surround yourself with like-minded Christians. Rick preaches on that all the time. That's what's really cool about, um, what's that book? Pilgrim's Progress. Progress. I, I listened to that through Audible. Right. And dude, it kind of lays it out fairly mm-hmm. perfectly because this guy... Pilgrim's Progress Christian, I think they call him. He mm-hmm. leaves and, you know, he left his wife and family behind. And they're like, hey, this, this world's about to end. Like, hey, like we got to go. And they're like, nah, you're crazy. So he goes on this and then he starts off fairly like alone and, and ostracized and ridiculed and like, you're dumb. Like, what are you doing? Like, stay here. It's safe. It's comfortable. You're, you know, you're good. Stay here. And then he goes off and he runs into trial after trial, but mm-hmm. then he also runs into other people, other right. like-minded brothers and sisters that were like, Hey, let's keep going. And even one that went with him for a long time and they had the same goal in mind, but then they came to a crossroads where they're like, this is the way we have to go. And then that person was like, I'm not going anymore. Spent like a good portion of that journey with someone. And I feel like a lot of people, may experience that where you spend a good portion of your journey even if mm-hmm. you walk with Christ with this person and then when they leave it's like what now what do I do like yeah you, but you you started this potentially alone you have to keep going because you're not alone yeah Christ is literally with you God is literally with you the whole time and you are going to hit trial after trial like that book is so good I mean I didn't read it with my with my pages, but I listened and it was just it was great, dude. I don't know if you've ever read it. No, it's it was good. I liked it, and it just it really does kind of lay it out for people that are walking, trying to walk. You know, in the in with the Christ centered mind and heart, and I think that that's a great place for someone. If your readers out there like Pilgrim's Progress, yeah, you know, there's versions of it that are like the New King James language and I didn't do that one. I don't speak that old English, but um 
it was just cool. I mean, that's that's where we find in fellowship the most substantial things of the verses we read tonight. Mm-hmm. Friends love always, but brothers are found through adversity. Mm-hmm. Face adversity. When you're facing that, dude, and those you you develop those the, the brotherhood and the sisterhood with those individuals that are like, you're going through that. Mm-hmm. I'm here. I got you. Mm-hmm. And and truly, Christ has you, but we are creatures of companionship. Mm-hmm. You know, all those people saying they're lone wolves. That that whole idea of being a lone wolf. When you're a lone wolf, you know, in, in actual like wilderness, that's when they're going to die. They're all lone wolf because they're sick, they're old, they're gonna go die. Mm-hmm. Their their whole their pack kicked them out. Like, it's not somewhere you want to be. No, you're lone wolfing it, dude. Your chances are low. Okay. Mm-hmm. May sound cool, may look cool in the movies, but it ain't. And you gotta have some humility. And forget about your pride, because our pride runs all of us, and it and it protects our our egos, right? Yeah. You have to replace your pride with humility. Have to. Mm-hmm. Or you're gonna continue to fall in this cycle of chain, never ending. At least I've, I know this. I've seen it. And I've known it for a while, but I somehow always find myself in those chains. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's because of that pride and the ego that I have developed over the years, man. And until you're you 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 can knock yourself down a few pegs and look up to God. Vicious cycle, man. That's what life is without Him. With Him, it's all beauty, but and still strife, but. And if you're going to talk about it, be about it. So we're trying, eh? Yeah. It's good to Food be back, for man. Yeah. It's good to be back. We were all over Do the place. Again. We were all over the place. We're getting back into it. I think we're getting back we're back on a regular schedule. Mm. It'll be nice. Mm-hmm. He doesn't believe it, but, um, you know, sometimes life happens, right? Yeah. And you got to keep going. Yeah. So remember to do those street smart shorts. Yeah, what was that? How, like, I wear those shorts. Did you make those shorts for me? Street smart shorts. Are they like jorts? Oh, you, yeah, wear those and then do your videos. <laughs> In the cold? Yeah. Dude, Dude, I want some street smart jorts, man. If we get five likes, Do you own a pair gonna, of jorts? No. I don't either. I don't. I have one pair of, I have some basketball shorts. That's it. One pair? I have like three pairs that I sleep in. And then I have one pair of like hiking shorts I guess they're athletic working out with extra pockets yeah nice but they're not cargo pants no they're not no because they don't have the side they just have the regular and they go past the knee amen yes let's get out of here you done did it yep we love you guys <laughs>